Hey folks, I'm here today to tell you about Visible. Something unfortunate about wireless services, what you see isn't always what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. No perception check required. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just $25 a month, taxes and fees included. If you're looking for a carrier that is upfront with no hidden fees, then go to Visible.com to make the switch. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save, and you're going to be getting unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Visible is the wireless carrier that's constantly operating from a zone of truth. In their quest for total transparency, Visible wants you to know the monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is now what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. Hey everybody, welcome to the Dungeon Cast. I'm Brian. Williamicus Starkicus returns for one final episode. Hi everyone. This is the podcast where we talk about everything Dungeons and Dragons. And today we are covering not one, but two topics. Vecna, the Archlich, and also the Eldritch Lich. Hey, Brian. Hey, Will. How you doing today? What the fuck happened to that other guy? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I just kind of blacked out there, and uh, and then suddenly we were doing the show. Happy Halloween! Indeed. It's time. It is time. For the spook! I think this episode airs on Halloween. That is fucking killer. Absolutely it is. I'll do my best to make sure it comes out on Halloween, even cool. if it's not. Let me look up the, the calendar. I believe, uh, believe Halloween is. is on a Monday. Oh, it is. That's lame. But it, the dungeon cast great being for the able show. to drop. Yeah, that's super good. Yeah, it definitely does. Happy Halloween! Indeed. It's Halloween times Literally. here on the dungeon cast. The last of them, some would say. Uh, and those some people are the people that make the show. That's us. This is the last Halloween episode because it's Halloween. So happy Halloween! Oh, last Halloween episode this year. I was like, but but next year? Brian. No, not ever. We just <laughs> like the show is an undying warlock of Demogorgon now Indeed as it well. Is. Yes, um, yes, if a show can be such a thing, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Demogorgon and shout happy Halloween. Demogorgon. Maybe happy we'll Halloween. get a little grimly and gromly at the end of this episode. Could be. Maybe yeah. we'll see. Are you ready? Uh, yeah, I'm ready. So we have been as villainous as it gets over here on the Dungeon Cast with Oathbreakers and Death Clerics and Warlocks who refuse to die. But even with all of these evil player options, we all know who the real villain is. Who could ever be more diabolical, more malicious, Google AdSense, and commit more heinous (laughs) acts than your humble but effective Dungeon Master? Oh, that's right. They are, um, they are the antagonist. It's true. No matter which way you look at it, they're they're facilitating a good time for you guys, but they are trying to actively kill your players most of the time. 
Yeah, but even more evil than them, I would say, uh, would be probably Vecna. Vecna's probably more <laughs> evil than your Dungeon Master. Yeah, can Vecna. you imagine if Vecna was your Dungeon Master? <laughs> It'd be the worst. They try, they, they roll with their nasty hand and all the dice are 20s, <laughs> unless they're for you. Uh, I would say Vecna and pretty much any other Lich in existence, not just Vecna. Yeah. Um, and today we're talking about two, uh, Vecna the Arch Lich, and specifically the one released on D&D Beyond back in July in the Eldritch Lich from Monster Compendium Volume 1, Spelljammer Creatures, page 6. Sick. <laughs> if you're interested in Vecna and his lore, we have actually done a super, super in-depth uh, discussion on his entire history. Uh, I highly recommend that episode to those who really want to understand this villain. On today's episode, we are mainly going to focus on his appearance and statistics for 5th edition released earlier this year. Afterwards, we will get into the Lovecraftian weirdness that is the Eldritch Lich and its stat block. Uh, happy Halloween, everyone. Let's get into it. Oh, you forgot to mention that also we are going to be talking uh, in depth about the latest ep- season of Stranger Things. I guess it will come up. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. That's not that's not on the docket. It might come up. So It'll come up. Yeah, It just came up. It did. All right, let's get into it. On countless worlds, his name evokes tales of terror and cruelty. Vecna, the Undying King. Vecna, the Whispered One. Vecna, the Lord of the Rotted Tower. Over more than 100,000 years, incandescent hatred carried him from the humblest of origins to a conqueror's throne, then to the realms that lie beyond life and death, and finally to godhood. Many have suffered his terrible wrath, but few can recount how a lowly scribe left an aeon-deep scar on the multiverse before ascending beyond the material altogether. Only a few fragments of Vecna's story have ever been unearthed. It is said that Vecna was born into a low caste on the world of O'Earth, son of a hedge witch and a father he never knew. An order of wizards exiled Vecna's mother into the waste for practicing the forbidden art of necromancy. The order bound her orphan son into servitude and employed him as a as first a boot black, I don't know what that is, then a scribe. Um, Vecna, I, I think that's probably like a shoe shiner. Yeah, I think that's exactly what it is. Yeah. I was going to Google boot black just so I didn't say stuff that was wrong. Right. But um, a person employed to polish boots and shoes. There we go. Vecna spent the better part of his childhood secretly educating himself in his master's arts, stealing into their library of magical treatises uh, each night after midnight. It was during these intense study sessions that he first heard a soothing voice in his head, a whisper from another world that promised him revenge if he would only yield to the hatred that was festering in his heart. Spooky. It definitely sounds like a certain um, senator from a <laughs> totally different setting. Okay. Um, once Vecna learned all he could from his master... I'm talking about Palpatine. Yeah, our okay. pal. Yeah. Our pal, pal, <laughs> Once Vecna learned all he could from his masters and their books, he massacred them. Oh, my. Damn. On that very night, the voice urged him to record his every foul thought and dream, and he started to pen his book of vile darkness. Write all the bad shit down. <laughs> what do you mean? All of it. <laughs> Is it bad? Put it in the book. It'll turn into spells. <laughs> According to legend, Vecna went on to forge a kingdom in the world of Greyhawk. He ruled for several centuries from an obsidian tower that rose from the bottom of the black waters of the, of the near Deve uh, to stretch far above its surface. Uh, during this era, at the urging of the voice, Vecna conquered vast realms and swept great cities beneath earth and rock. Generations later, when his physical form finally started to succumb to the ravages of time, Vecna's festering hatred would not permit permit him to perish. Oh God, he's a zealot barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> the Near Deep is a a lake of unknown depths in the from the Greyhawk setting. Yeah, there you go. Cool. Uh, he called upon the forbidden arts of necromancy to transform himself into a lich, a frightful being beyond the reach of death. 
At some point, Vecna grew bored with his kingdom on Earth and started visiting his evil on other worlds, <laughs> still <laughs> driven by the mysterious voice and his unquenchable hatred for all things true and pure. Yeah, where do we get the data for who the voice is? The voice is um, it's some serpent deity that doubles as the uh, god of magic on Earth. I don't remember the details. So this is all very Greyhawk? This is all super, yeah, very yeah, Greyhawk. Okay. Um uh, where was I? Uh, for for a time, he is said to have inhabited a palace known as the Citadel of Cavitius, located on a vast field of ash somewhere near the border between the plains of Earth and Fire. Oh, that's fucking cool. It is pretty cool. Eventually, a fallen paladin known as Cast the Bloody Handed rose through the ranks of Vecna's vile minions to become the Archlich's personal guard and regent over many of the kingdoms and cults Vecna established across the multiverse. They're a um, Death Knight? Uh, I... It's a vampiric paladin of evil. I don't know if it's a death knight, though. Okay, hang on. I know Cass is a vampire, and Cass was also, like, a brutal warrior. Right, as detailed here. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, the vampire lieutenant of Vecna and the original wielder of the sword of Cass, which we're yeah. getting into, right? Okay, so Cass works for Vecna. Yeah, for now. For now. As a symbol of Cass's authority, Vecna forged him a terrifying weapon, the blade now known as the Sword of Cass. Not well named, but God, is it cool. <laughs> Later, Cass turned on Vecna and used the sword to sever the Archlich's hand and put out his eye. No one knows why Cass betrayed Vecna. Some believe the mysterious voice that spoke to Vecna for eons grew to fear the Archlich and began whispering to Cass instead. That's cool. He's like, hey, you guys are getting too fucking strong. Yeah, and this shit has gotten too real. And this started off as a prank and it's gotten way too serious. I like the idea of Vecna handing Cass the sword because uh, we, we mentioned like how the name is kind of uh, yeah. mid- middle of the road, but he's like, I thought about you the whole time I was making this. <laughs> it's It's basically you. Yeah, in sword form. It is of you. <laughs> After their clash, Cass and Vecna disappeared for ages. The former later emerged as a ruler of the wasteland domain of Tovag in the Shadowfell. The latter, several centuries, hopping from world to world, questing for a severed hand and eye. More recently, Vecna decamped to the Outer Plains, where he grew so powerful that he became a god. He has many ardent worshippers, all hungry for a taste of his immense power. You think he's out in the Outer Plains like Doctor Strange? Like, uh... Doctor Strange supreming it, like sucking up like Eldritch horrors and like, yeah. using their powers. Yeah, absolutely. Very absolutely, cool. Yes. Uh, the accompanying stat block that we're going to go over here depicts Vecna in his Archlich form prior to Cass's betrayal. Because Vecna is said to have mastered magic, allowing him to travel through time, he can appear in this form even on worlds where his severed hand and eye are already known artifacts. So your classic here, have your cake and eat it too. Get what? Like, what do you got to do to? have Vecna's hand and have the like the information available to people in some degree how to go adventure for it and then have Vecna not get it I don't know man I've never ran a Vecna campaign <laughs> maybe like Vecna knows the whole time he's like trying to tomb of horrors bait people into... I, I do feel like at this point in Vecna's story he doesn't really care about the hand or eye anymore as a matter of fact they're like devices that he probably has some sort of remote control over anyways. I can see with this one, yeah. and I can jerk off with this one, oh, so Jesus we're good. Christ. Okay. All right, it's stat block time. <laughs> it's a, I, we, If we've reached that point of the show, it's stat block time. Absolutely. Now I get to put me on rails, baby. <laughs> I'm off of them. 
Okay, Vecna the Archlich is a medium undead wizard of lawful evil with an armor class. I'll do my spooky. I'll save. I haven't done any spooky voices really too no, much. No, I'm I'm gonna save him for this. Part. I'm gonna do my stat stat block reading in a spooky voice. Okay, it's Halloween, so yeah, absolutely. Armor class is 18 natty. Hit points 272. That's 32d8 plus 128. His speed is 30 feet, which is average. <laughs> Strength is 14. Dex is 16. Con is 18. Intelligence is 22. So wisdom smart. is 24. And the charisma is 16. I'm surprised the wisdom is higher than the than the, than the intelligence. Uh, me too. Um. Especially with one eye, and his strength is still pretty good, even though he's got I mean, one you hand. Be wise like, and have disadvantage on perception because you have one eye. By the way, no, he has his eyes in hand in this. Oh, okay, like, yeah. Specifically, he's got this it. is the period of time before Cass betrayed him. Oh, there you go. After he loses his eye, his wisdom should drop. <laughs> maybe it did. Um, I don't know. Maybe uh, that. Maybe it's because he's like the archlich of like secrets and shit, so he like sees through illusions and stuff okay. like that. Okay, okay, I can buy that. All right, so saving throws are going to be saving throws are con plus 12, intelligence plus 14, and wisdom plus 15 because of reasons we just talked about, probably. <laughs> Skills arcana plus 22, history plus 14, insight plus 15, and perception plus 15. He's resistant to cold, lightning, and necrotic. He's immune to poison, bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing from non-magical attacks. He's immune to being charmed, exhausted, frightened, paralyzed, poisoned, or stunned. It's got true sight. 120 feet of that. Passive perception is 25. He can speak common, draconic, elvish, and infernal. And I'm surprised he doesn't have more language. Should have more. Yeah. Considering this is fifth edition. Yeah. Rather than do the lazy thing where they say telepathy all, it should just they should just literally list every language. Just all. Yeah. <laughs> no telepathy, <laughs> no but telepathy. all. Yeah. Uh his challenge rating is 26, yielding 90,000 experience points uh upon his defeat. Then he's got a proficiency bonus of plus eight. So two fun facts there. Number one, um, th that I believe is seven challenge rating points above your normal lich. Um, and number two is uh, player characters can only have a proficiency bonus up to a plus six. So yeah, we, we are going to talk about the Eldritch Lich next, and that has a challenge rating of 15. Oh, so that's lower than a, than a normal lich. Yeah. Oh, okay. We get five legendary resistances a day. If Ekna fails a saving throw, he can choose to succeed I mean, instead. Tiamat only gets three of those. Yep. She sucks compared to Vecna. <laughs> Special equipment. Vecna carries a magic dagger named Afterthought. In the hands of anyone other than Vecna, Afterthought is a plus two dagger. Uh, he's, he's just like, huh, maybe I, maybe I could have stabbed him. And the next turn he stabs you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Undying. Effecna is slain. His soul refuses to accept its fate and lives on as a disembodied spirit that fashions a new body for itself. Oh, he doesn't even need a phylactery. After 100 days. D100 days. Vecna's soul can fashion a new body, even if its old body was burned to ash it's or a, otherwise it's obliterated. 1 D100 years. Oh, my bad. It is years. 1 D100 years. Fuck. <laughs> That's a lot. Yep. So he's going to spend at least a year. <laughs> At least. Forming Maybe a hundred. Maybe a hundred. You blast away Vecna and then your fucking grandkids have to fight him? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the general idea here. When the new body is complete, Vecna regains all his HP and becomes active again. Vecna's new body appears anywhere within 100 miles of where Vecna was slain. I bet he's not so sad about it when he comes back. He's like, damn, there's a lot of secrets to catch up on. 
Yeah, maybe he's into it. Unusual nature. Vecna doesn't require like, air, ooh, food, drink, New Game sleep. Plus. <laughs> new Game... Vecna Game Plus. No air required. Uh, we got a multi-attack on here. Vecna uses Flight of the Damned if available. Hell yeah. Rotten Fate or Spell Casting. This... I like all of those things. This rotten is spelled funny. Uh, he then makes two attacks with afterthought. I think that's how you spell rotten. Is it? Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. I don't know why I thought it had an A. That's that's weird. It's rotan. Uh, no, it's uh, like rot, rot, roten. Like, roten, yeah. Okay, I see. I don't know. Sure. Uh, my brain did a bad one. Melee weapon attack plus 13. Oh, this is afterthought. Afterthought. Melee weapon attack plus 13 to hit with a reach of five feet on one target. It's going to hit for seven or one D4 plus five piercing damage uh, plus nine 2D8 necrotic damage. That's cool. Yeah. Plus 13 versus the plus two for anybody else. If the target is a creature, it is afflicted by a entropic magic, taking nine or two D8 necrotic damage at the start of each of its turns. Ooh, Immediately after taking this damage on its turn, the target makes a DC 20 constitution saving throw, ending the effect on itself on a success. Until it succeeds on the save, it is the afflicted target can't regain the hit points. You know, that's got to be an experience, like... You're going up against Vecna the Archlich, right? Well, probably, like, in your campaign, the most legendary wizard to ever live. Like, he's got spells beyond comprehension. He can pull entities from other realms. You do whatever he wants, right? And then he just pulls out a dagger and stabs you. <laughs> I dodged the fireball. Like, you would never see it coming. You would he, never think he was just going to pull out a dagger and stab you. I anticipated his teleport, and I dodged the fireball he shot at me, and then I hit him with my sword, and then he, he stabbed me. Yeah. And I and, couldn't get better from the wound. I yeah. died from being and stabbed. And then it's like two two levels of shock. Number one is like, oh my god, he stabbed me with a dagger. Didn't see that coming. And then and then the secret realization, oh, it's a super magic evil demon dagger. Now it makes more sense. He did something called Rotten Fate. Didn't care about that. Did get stabbed, though. <laughs> Flight of the Damned. This is the one I'm, I'm looking forward to. Tell Vecna me conjures it. a torrent of flying spectral entities that fill 120. So he is See? He is Voldemort. He can and he's do ar- that, he's but ar- then he just stabs you. He just makes... De- <laughs> yes. Uh, he's just making Dementors. Okay, to be fair, he's not Voldemort. Voldemort is him. That Yes, yeah. you are 100% accurate when you say that. Um, it's like J.K. Rowling read the stat block and like fucking distilled it into whatever she made. It's like, yeah, he likes snakes, just like this guy, <laughs> but he like has one instead of listening to one. He it listens to him. Gotcha. Yeah. And he's got both his hands, so he jacks off with whichever hand he no! wants. No. Okay. Vecna conjures a torrent of flying spectral dementors that fill a 120 foot <laughs> cone and pass through all creatures in that area before dissipating. They make you want to eat chocolate really bad. Each creature in that area must make a DC no, 22 okay. constitution Dement- Dementors saving don't make throw. you want to eat chocolate. Chocolate just helps after. Chocolate makes you want to eat Dementors. I got you. <laughs> okay, Each creature great. in that area must make a DC 22 constitution saving throw. On a failed save, the creature takes 36 or 88 necrotic damage and is frightened of Vecna for one minute. I mean, I would be. I, I'm frightened of him right now. <laughs> you make me want to eat chocolate so bad. On a successful save, the creature takes half as much damage and isn't trying to eat your bar of Hershey's. Or isn't frightened, sorry. A frightened creature can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of its turns, ending the effect on itself on the success. Next we have Rotten Fate. Oh yeah, tell me about it. I'm going to tell you about this Rotten Fate, Well, <laughs> Cool. Hell yeah. First of all, it's spelled correctly. 
Yeah, that's good. That's good. Vecna causes necrotic magic to engulf one creature he can see within 120 feet of himself. The target must make a DC 22 constitution saving throw, taking 96 or 8d8 plus 60 necrotic damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a success. A humanoid killed by this magic rises as a zombie. Oh, that's the rotten fate. See the monster manual. <laughs> see it! <laughs> I don't know why it just says that. At the start of Vecna's next turn, uh, and acts immediately after Vecna in the initiative order. Okay, so the, the zombie is under Vecna's control. The 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 whole zombie part of this, it number one is super cool. Number two, the zombie itself isn't like if you're fighting Vecna, like a zombie is nothing to you. That's a one hit kill. It but it's not the fact that it's a zombie that is so detrimental it's that that was your friend it's your homie yeah and they zombie now the 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 psychic emotional damage just from that factor makes this a very potent ability or they've they're the paladin and you've like always fucking hated their ju- their justice and you're <laughs> like juices. now i'm gonna kick them in the skull here's a question okay it's a zombie but it's still wearing plate armor it has a fucking tower shield and probably is still wielding that super awesome holy avenger your paladin had like do you take that into account? I would. <laughs> yeah, I would too. That's a super zombie. Yeah, I would be like, hand me that fucking stat block, dude. Yeah. Hand me your character sheet right now. Yeah. Or I have it up in D&D Beyond. Right. So, like, I'm going to make, like, zombified versions of these attacks. So, mm. like, I'll use the stats of the zombie to do your shit, pretty much. Yeah, I, I for me, it's just more like, like, okay, a zombie's a zombie. But, like, the zombie is wearing super dope magical shit, so he should get that. Yeah, like, the zombie can't smite. No. Right. No. But they can do your weapon attack. Yeah, but it still has a 20 AC because it has a tower shield and plate armor. Exactly. Yeah. Like, they're using the mace on you or yeah. whatever the fuck it is, right? Right. Okay, I like that. Um, You remember that episode of Bob's Burgers? It's, like, a really early one where they're on the boardwalk. Mm-hmm. And um, some guy just, like, draws a caricature of Tina because she's talking. He's like, um, a little girl, a horse, and a zombie. No, I don't it's remember. Tina riding a like a unicorn with uh-huh. a zombie. Okay. They're like making out or something. I don't that know. sounds like Tina's a Tina weird. scene, yeah. Spell casting. <laughs> okay. Vecna casts one of the following spells requiring no material components and using intelligence as a spell casting ability. The spell save DC is twenty two. At will, you can animate dead as an action. At will's nice. That's nice. Yeah. Uh I mean t- the other ones are nice too, but that's nice. It specifies this one as an action, but the rest of them are not. So is he just doing this? I think anime, of? anime dead might take like ten minutes or some shit. I'll look it up. Oh, I see. Yeah, you're right. Um, you can do detect magic, dispel magic, fly, lightning bolt, mage hand, and prestidigitation. Uh, yeah, takes well, it takes one minute normally. Anime dead normally takes a minute for so him. So you're doing that he shit in six seconds because yeah. he's so fast. Yeah, because this Vecna has both his hands. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Gonna double hand this junk and make uh, anime day. Okay, let's move on to the bonus action. Twice items. a day, Vile. two times every day. <laughs> he can dimension door, use invisibility or scrying as, as an, an action. action. <laughs> just scry you something in the middle of combat. Yeah, just fucking pops down some bones. And he's like, I understand. Yeah, sure. Um, all right, bonus action. Vile teleport. <laughs> he does a teleport, but bad. Um, so bad they called it vile. Vecna teleports along with any equipment he's wearing or carrying. Excuse me. Up to thirty feet to an unoccupied space he can see. He can cause each creature of his choice within a fifteen within fifteen feet of his destination space to take ten or three d six psychic damage. If at least one creature takes this damage, Vecna regains eighty hit points. 
That's fucking stupid. That's fucking. That's what? vile as hell. You take ten damage. That's a bonus action, bro. I super heal eighty p- HP mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for teleporting. He goes. That's wild. Shit. And there's no save. It's auto, it's auto damage. Yeah, that's why it's probably not that much. Within fi- that's a big that's a big AOE. Yeah. Uh, Vecna can take up to three reactions per round, but only one per day. Mm-hmm. Dread counterspell is one of the, we're in the reactions now. Yeah. If that wasn't clear. Yeah. Fetna utters a dread word to interrupt a creature he can see that is casting a spell. If the spell is fourth level or lower, it fails and has no effect. If the spell is fifth level or higher, Vecna makes an intelligence check. DC 10 plus the spell's level. On a success, the spell fails and has no effect. <laughs> it what, Brian? It fails. <laughs> Whatever the spell's level, the caster takes 10 3d6 psychic damage if the spell fails. <laughs> we have fell rebuke. In response to being hit by an attack, Vecna utters a fell word. Ooh, not that one. Dealing 10 or 3d6 necrotic damage to the attacker. And Vecna teleports along with any equipment he's wearing or carrying up to 30 feet to an unoccupied space he can see. <laughs> That's my spooky stat block. I like it. Well done. (laughs) Um, That was awesome. I will say what's also awesome is the stat block. It's fucking great. This is a stat block right here. Um, Want to know what I love about the stat block so much? Because it sounds so good when I read it? Uh, That's one reason. There's a second reason, a bigger reason. This is what a fourth edition stat block looks like. You've heard me sing the praises of fourth edition monster uh, construction. That's because it looks like this shit, which is dope as fuck. Yeah, which there's a, a bunch lot. of abilities, a yeah. bunch of reactions, some bonus stuff. Like it, there is like a lot of options and tools you can use as a DM built in. Extremely fleshed out. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the fact that they're a spellcaster kind of brings you a lot of the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. But these other really cool abilities that you don't see yeah. elsewhere in D and D are mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, like unique stuff. Like this dagger is fucking cool. This flight of the damned is fucking cool. This teleport is fucking cool. A lot of action economy here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very, very good. Like, a lot of action economy. Five yes. legendary resistances. That yeah. means he's just, like, blasting your shit away left mm-hmm. and right, yeah. no problem. Now, and that doesn't include the dread counterspell shit he can do. This is a final boss. Fuck yeah, this is, this is like, holy fuck. Yeah. This would rock the TMAP block from uh, from early 5e. Vecna, it, the, you've heard it here, folks. Uh, Vecna, the Archlich stat block, uh, defeats TMAP. Stat block. As they're written currently. As they're currently written. No problems. All right. I mean, technically, shouldn't the... I mean, there's dice and chance involved, right? But Mm -hmm. if you kind of take that out of consideration, then, like, anything with a CR higher than another creature should defeat it every time, right? I mean, not every time, but, like, I think the idea would be, like, uh, you know, more more than 50% of the time, and that, that, that ratio should get higher and higher the further away they are. Okay. Like, okay, team has a CR 30, right? So I I would say that she should probably stat block for stat block beat uh this Vecna stat block in a perfect world like seventy percent seventy five percent of the time. But okay, that's it's probably the opposite because okay. you know math. You heard it here first, everybody. Fifty uh, percent of the time they beat lower CRs every time. That's no, I'm saying that's what it should be. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> let's get ready for a short rest. Okay. <laughs> I can see all these fucking robes. The last time I'm wearing these till next year. Shout out to Demon Gorgon. Shout out to, shout out to, shout out to Demon Gorgon. Oh yeah. Shout out to Demon Gorgon. Shout out to, shout out to, shout out to Demon Gorgon. 
selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify is great. They're taking businesses of all sizes, cradling them in their arms to help them grow by giving them the tools they need. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success at every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dungeoncast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dungeoncast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dungeoncast. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch. And organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. We've returned. Indeed we have. It's fucking Halloween. (laughs) What are you going to be for Halloween this year, Brian? Uh, So... I, I wore this I, last. Okay, hang on a second. Let me let's back up. Whoa, okay, we so, got a tail. I've got two robes. You I own do. two robes. I wore one today. Yes, and last time I wore that robe, and I'm wearing the robe you wore last time. This time, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I kind of talked it up. Like, oh, I was supposed to go somewhere and get another piece of this costume, mm-hmm. and didn't. Mm-hmm. So I'm just we just swapped robes. So I'm gonna wear. <laughs> Whoa. I'm gonna be an adventurer. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. We were naked underneath the robes, and we swapped them. 
This is a Vecna episode. He, he's, <laughs> Whoa, Vecna what does that saw, have to do with it? Vecna saw it too, because there's no secrets of between course. us and Vecna. Of course. Continue about your costume, though. Um, so yeah, I have like a brown adventure for people that have can't see it. Like we were on we're on YouTube. You can check it out there. But um I've got like a brown adventurer's robe. It's very like it's kind of Jedi adjacent. It's like kind of hobbity. Mm, it's it's very, very uh Frodo's leaving the Shire. Yes, it's got a medallion on it mm-hmm. and everything and can like tie up pretty good. It doesn't have sleeves. Um and I have like a like a tunic, you know. And then pants are kind of hard for like adventuring pants. Uh-huh. Kind of difficult to find in the real world, like okay. for me. Yeah. Like you can you can wear some like kind of tighter fitting cargo pants kind of do it. Mm. You know, like we got that khaki color mm-hmm, whatever mm-hmm. um and then some boots boots are easy enough right um i've got some greaves uh i've got like a plastic sword okay i'm just gonna be you're gonna be an adventurer i'm gonna be like this a, lord a long th- way of you saying you're gonna be an adventurer. i'm gonna be a lord of the ring style adventurer because cool. it's like just cozy enough i might be wearing like a maybe a little flannel nice. underneath okay no no flannel just a tunic okay so i need this robe to be warm yeah what are you gonna be for halloween will well, as we discussed earlier, I'm taking this robe home. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, it, it's rather Grim Reapery, I said. So I think I'm going to be like, um, I don't know. I'll do, I'll do like a skeletal face paint thing going on, maybe. I don't know. It's weird because I have a beard, so I don't know how well it's going to work. You should get a sickle and be like, I'm a ghost cult. I'm a farming cultist here to reap what you have sown. <laughs> I'm going to do something culty with the dark robes i mean just putting that on counts as a halloween costume yeah i agree because it's dark outside no one knows what the fuck i'm gonna do more with it but yeah i'm gonna do something with that robe i'm gonna run like a naruto character uh and let my cape like flow behind me absolutely okay are you ready to to get back into into what we're talking about today not until i tell everybody to go make demogorgon bucks oh yeah demogorgon bucks if we should do a t-shirt with demogorgon with his two tentacles like flaying out the monies with his face on it, Demogorgon <laughs> bucks on top. That'll be that's every time uh, we get paid. That's what Demogorgon looks like. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thank you guys so much for going to Patreon.com/slash/TheDungeonCast and donating, especially at an annual rate. We really appreciate all that. Mm-hmm. Um, you have made it possible for Will to quit his job for us to renovate the studio to a place uh, that doesn't horrify me to be in uh, in the summer. And we are <clears> going <throat> to finish the project, and it'll be like drywalled, and we're going to get it painted and stuff like that. Um, and we're going to sound treat the room, finally. Jesus, I'm doing my best over here mm-hmm. with what I got. So, um, yeah. Making improvements is all thanks to you guys. So go to patreon.com slash DungeonCast and help us out if you can. You can also direct donate on PayPal and stuff like that. We should have links for, for everything below. But, like, we really appreciate you guys. Thanks so much for yeah. listening to the show. Thank you. You ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Next up we have the Eldritch Lich. It's so old. In as far realm as I can tell, this one is a 5th edition original. Okay. You hear what I did there? You no, what'd you what? You missed it. It's cool. Damn this it. one is very, very cool. Uh, oddly, <laughs> it is categorized with creatures from the Spelljammer setting, but I don't see any reason why it couldn't be used in most settings. Okay. Uh, from Beyond the Stars, a great old one whispers promises of reality-defying knowledge and world-bending power. When a wizard or warlock hears that whisper and listens too intently, they might set foot on the twisting path toward becoming an eldritch lich. Like other liches, eldritch liches are spellcasters who have cheated death, but an eldritch lich does so by allowing a great old one to implant a far realm parasite in the lich. 
That parasite bestows undeath upon the spellcaster and causes strange tentacles to sprout from the body. Hell yeah. Now we're talking. <laughs> the parasite's mouth is visible on the lich's torso, and the parasite guards the lich against destruction, reviving the lich a few days after death. Canny foes can sabotage an eldritch lich's revival by slaying the lich in a magic circle, thereby forcing the lich to return in a distorted form, robbed of most of its power. So it just comes back all fucked up? I guess so. <laughs> an eldritch lich constantly hears bizarre whispers from the far realm, to which the lich nods and mutters. Occasionally, the lich uses its telepathy to share those whispers with the minds around it. Can you imagine <laughs> being able to hear this shit? It's like, mm, that does sound good, but I don't see... Any duck idiots? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's great. There's none. <laughs> Must not be in Southern California. Mm. Um, so that's it. That's all there is on this. Because, like I said earlier, it's a fifth edition original. As far as I could tell, I I searched and looked, and I couldn't find any equivalent anywhere. So, uh, so yeah. But I'll tell you what. It's a it's really cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, fifth edition is trying to put us out of business with not make writing lore. <laughs> so true. <laughs> but we got a stat block. Yeah, and we have other things we can make episodes about, so yeah, go fuck true. yourselves. <laughs> Maybe that's uh, why they demonetized us. My God. No, that, that's not that's why. Not, I know, and we're not demonetized. AdSense just hates us. Yeah, and uh, now that YouTube I, doesn't really care one Actually, way yeah, YouTube, <laughs> YouTube is cool about us. They, yeah. they don't seem to think there's a problem, yeah. and neither do any other sponsors on any level that's uh, true. for now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I say whatever I want, I get, sort of. Sort of. <laughs> Because what you want to say is okay to say. Okay, my I really made my throat hurt after that last one. Okay, and I think so. I gave you the last bottle of water I had like around. I'd oh, have to it's go. Gone. I have to go. No, I just have to go somewhere else to get water. That's okay. too far from here to get. Gotcha. So I'm just gonna read this in the Brian voice. All right, my crackies. Okay, I'm, I'm trying to pull up the stat block before. Eldritch Lich. Uh, see, I did. A, I want to do a voice. Eldritch Lich, the medium undead, typically neutral evil lich. Typically. <laughs> Can you imagine? I'm looking at the photo of this, like having a soap on a rope with this thing. That's <laughs> horrifying. Eldritch Lich, the medium undead, typically neutral evil lich that'll get you clean. <laughs> Did you just burp? <laughs> <laughs> my God. I opened my mouth to speak. <laughs> uh, audio hellscape came out of it. <laughs> you got to take that out, man. You can't do me dirty like that. Take it out. I, I can't. We don't do that. You have to edit it out. We don't do that here. God damn That's it. That's why we're going to start streaming. We, we don't really do the edits anyway. This is it. This is the show. You burped. Got to deal with it. We referenced it after the <laughs> oh fact. God. We'd have to start over. The thing is, I don't even remember what I was trying to say. I I think you said what you were trying to say, I guess. Your body said otherwise. We got armor <laughs> class of 17. Natty. Got 165 hit points. That's 22d8 plus 66. The speed is 30 feet. The flying speed is 30 feet of hover. Yeah, that that tracks for Spelljammer that I can like float around. Uh, I'm I'm pulling up the Lich right now because I don't think normal Lich can hover. Well, the Vecna the Arch Lich wasn't hovering. Yeah. Um. Speed, speed, speed. Where is it? Why am I having trouble finding? Oh, 30. Yeah. No. So this is Eldritch Lich only thing. Okay, yeah, this is a spell spell jammer style flying lich yeah. with like a gut mouth. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, strength is eleven. I'm back to reading the big number. I, I'm just gonna read the big number. I think from now on. Okay, we should all know. Well, no, dude, do whatever you want to do, man. <laughs> You're good. I'm gonna read the big number. All right. Strength is eleven. Dex is maybe as I say them, you could whisper the. Um, okay, fine. Let's Go try ahead, start it. Start over. Strength is eleven plus zero. Dex is eighteen plus four. 
Con is 16. Plus three. Intelligence is 19. Plus four. <laughs> Wisdom is 14. Plus two. Charisma is 12. Plus one. I like these these little, like, you know, team-up gimmicks we do. I think it's good. Okay. You can do this for the stat block. I'll do Tell us in the, the comments if one. you want the whispers to continue. Do you want the whispers to continue? Make a madness saving throw. <laughs> <laughs> saving throws are intelligence plus... Uh, yeah, never mind. You'll just do them for that one. I almost waited for you to whisper. Oh, no, I'm not. No, I'm done. <laughs> Saving throws are intelligence plus nine, wisdom plus seven. Skills are arcana or arcana plus 14. Don't, don't you. Perception plus arcana seven. Me. Arcana. Uh, damage resistances, uh, necrotic and poison. They're immune to being charmed, exhausted, frightened, paralyzed, or poisoned. They have 120 feet of true sight. I think every lich gets that, right? Their passive perception I'll is 17. Right was that higher than yes, they do. Vecna's? No, uh, Vecna's passive perception was 25. That's yeah, he insane. sees all, man. Basically. Uh, languages are common, deep speech, and telepathy at 120 feet, which means all languages. And then the challenge rating is 15. That's 13,000 experience points of yield on defeat. Efficiency bonus is plus five. This is a far realm parasite. Inside the lich's torso dwells a worm-like parasite that contains the lich's soul. When the lich dies, it implodes into the parasite, which then vanishes into the far realm. That sounds like some far realm shit. You implode into so, something like, and then vanish, it, and then like like a like a singularity, a he sucked into the parasite, which you see for a second, and then it vanishes. Yeah, exactly. So. Okay, that says a lot about what this thing actually is. Mm -hmm. um, in 2d4 days, days, not years, the parasite causes the lich to reappear within 1d4 miles of where it died. What does that mean in a setting like Spelljammer? I I mean... I mean oh, you're probably not is. encountering this they, thing out in the, the juice, right? I mean, it, you could in the... Fl the the phlogiston. The phlogiston. The um, The thick flow. The thick, um, that thicky flow. <laughs> I mean, it could appear just miles from where it died. It flies. It could do whatever it fucking wants. I guess so. If the lich died, if the lich died inside a magic circle cast to contain undead, the lich instead reappears as an Otiug with all the lich's memories. Wow, that was a left turn. Yeah. Um, so into a, a trash eater? It becomes a trash eating. A psychic a trash eating. Maybe that has to do with what the parasite is. Maybe. Parasite evolves. I believe the Otiug is an aberration, no? Yeah, it's a large yeah. operation. It's a fucked up far realm thing, right? That eats trash. <laughs> I mean, eats whatever. Honestly, aren't they relatively nice creatures? <laughs> yeah, they're more neutral. Yeah, like they can telepathically speak to you and they just like to eat. But they have all of the lich's memories, so they won't be nice. Yeah, so they'll be, ve and they'll be very insane. angry, very mad. So if you if you come across a mad Otiag, that's how you know it, it ain't normal. It was a lich I once. I wonder if there's a way back from that for them. Huh. You know, Maybe we'll like get to we it. talked about the Draco Lich like eating like a uh, frog hemoth or like like having right. backup bodies. Like it, it, I feel like there's a way back from that. Maybe there's a way back from this. Yeah, de evolution spray. <laughs> That's a deep cut. That's uh -huh. just a Pokemon card, right? Yeah, it's a it's a trainer card. Yeah. If the Lich fails a saving throw, it can choose to succeed instead four times a day. Has four legendary resistances, which is cool. That's one less than the Arch Lich Vecna. Unusual nature. The lich doesn't need air, food, drink, or sleep. Multi-attack. The lich makes one parasitic tentacle attack or uses spell casting. The lich also uses psychic whisper twice. <coughs> Excuse me. Parasitic tentacle. Melee weapon attack plus nine to hit. Reach of ten feet on one creature. 
it's going to hit for 25 or 66 plus 4 piercing damage plus 25, 66 plus 4 necrotic damage. That's 50 damage. Yep. The target must succeed on a DC 17 constitution saving throw or be poisoned. The poison target can repeat the save at the end of each of its turns, ending the effect on, its, on itself on a success. The third time the target fails to save, the target dies and dissolves into a gibbering mouther Holy that obeys crap. the lich and uses the target's initiative. We're definitely borrowing from Vecna the Archer stat yeah, block here, aren't we? Time. Or do other liches turn things into zombies that it kills? You're probably not going to fail through dance. God damn, that's brutal. That Okay, that's like, that is some second or first edition shit of like, you fuck up your your save and then something horrible happens to you. Yeah, how do you fix that? You can't greater restoration like revive this guy this this person dies. You see. And dissolves you. into a gibbering mouther. So their body's not you, there anymore. You straight dissolved, bro. Yeah, that's it. that's it. You, they turned your flesh into He's a bunch of mouths that's and they're screaming. That's brutal. Yikes. What if they're all saying like Help me. Yeah, like the part. I'm still Steve. I'm still Steve. I'm num 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 num. <laughs> it's biting you. It's like oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kenny. <laughs> so what happens if the lich dies though? Does it get its will back? Because like it, 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 there's no more lich to obey. No, it's a gibbering mouther now. So it just will go on being a gibbering mouther, which mad, is horrifying. Right? Yeah, just mad. So it's a mad. That's all. That's. That's a fate worse than death. Let me shove. Let me just knock it out and shove it in my bag of holding until we can figure this out. Medium and every time you open your bag of holding, you hear like the terrible things. Okay, you, while you're looking into that, I'll read. Yeah, so, no, it's just a mad abomination now. I don't think, and there's no instructions on how to undo that. Right, like the flavor here is mm -hmm. that it's mouthing the the shit from its yeah. memories to fuck with you. Yeah, yeah, but like that doesn't have anything to do with who this thing was. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Uh, okay, so Psychic Whisper. The Lich targets one creature it can see within 120 feet of itself. The target must succeed on a DC 17 Wisdom saving throw or take 25, that's 66 plus 4, Psychic Damage and be stunned until the end of the Lich's next turn uh, as incomprehensible whispers fill the target's mind. Um, you know, what's cool about this and like... I mean, you can forgo that last bit about the gibbering mouther if you don't want to be that hard on your party or that's not the type of game you're trying to play. But, like, <clears throat> what's cool about this is, like, some creatures should be scary to the point of, like, oh, no, like, you don't want to face off with an Eldritch Lich, you know, and not because you'll die. Like, going up against a creature that kills you, that's one of the, you know, that's an easy out. You can be resurrected, like, you'll move on to the other planes, like, yada, yada. No, he'll, it'll turn you into a gibbering fucking mouther, and you will lose your soul. Yeah, like, like that's you, way scarier. You really and don't to wanna, watch that happen to your friend, like, holy shit. You really don't want to deal with these outer plane creatures because they have these horrific effects on your on your mind. Even if it doesn't do that, it has other effects mm -hmm. that make you hear the whispers and shit. Yeah. I think this would be a really cool, um, like, the, the, the random encounter. Mm-hmm. Like table, like if you have maybe one that's like 50 slots long rather than just like 10 or something like that, mm -hmm. um, that this could be number 50 on there or something like that. Mm -hmm. That Like mm -hmm. this thing seems like something that could just like wander around into your bullshit. Yeah, it's you true. Know, or just yeah. like, oh, you've unlocked this this chamber and there was like this bullshit in there. Yeah. It's going to come mean, out and talk to you. Could be, could be. Uh, a stunned creature is incapacitated. They can't move and can speak only falteringly. The creature is automatically... The creature automatically fails strength, strength saving throws and dexterity saving throws. Uh, attack rolls against the creature have advantage. 
Uh, let's see here. The next thing we got is spell casting. The Lich casts one of the following spells using intelligence as a spell casting ability. That spell save DC is 17. At will, <laughs> detect magic, mage hand, and prester dudutur. And uh, twice a day, they can dispel magic, hunger of Hadar, and lightning bolt. Those are cool. Mm -hmm. uh, once a day, they can arcane eye, dimension door, and plane shift. Uh, the plane shift is on self only. And for the reactions, we have Far Realm Step. Immediately after taking damage, the Lich, along with any equipment it is wearing or carrying, magically teleports up to 60 feet to an unoccupied space that it can see. Yeah, so it can constantly rearrange the the, the fight dynamics and get out of danger. Um, I kind of like that a lot of spells are a little bit more utility because it's like with Hunger of Hadar and Lightning Bolt, it's hard to just, why would you waste a turn doing that when you can do one of the parasitic tentacles plus two psychic whispers like well i think hunger of hadar is cool because can't you just set that up on a bubble somewhere i mean yeah no it's got its uses it's just uh it, it's good that so many of them are utility because that damage output of its normal shit is crazy yeah like if you have a hallway to run down mm -hmm. to get to this thing it can hunger of hadar in the hallway right. and force right. everyone to run through mm -hmm. it there's there's little utility things like that that mm -hmm. it can do maybe um but yeah, I, I see what you're saying. That's not your bread and butter. No, no. And it doesn't need to be. It, it's a lot of this like dimension doors, like do you get away? Plane shift is to get away if shit gets too hot for it. Yeah, your bread and butter is the, what, yeah, the multi arcane, does. Yeah, your bread and butter is the multi attack and the far arm step here. That's yeah. what that's what you're doing. Looks like arcane eye is for like uh, uh reconnaissance and spying. Yeah, and, like if if you are I I like the idea of the party random encountering this, but also like this could easily be what's in the at the end of the dungeon, right? Mm -hmm. like, yeah, definitely. Challenge rating fifteen. That's I mean, nothing. This could to be a big bad guy for the whole campaign. It it could be. Yeah. It could be. Um, it would have to have a lot of flavor, and then it turns into an Otiug. It's like you think you beat it, and mm -hmm. you're all wounded and shit, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden there's a fucking Otiug in the room <laughs> with you. It's like oh and god, it's mad as shit. Yeah, those aren't like the easiest creatures to kill. No, I'm pretty sure. Challenge rating eight. Challenge rating five. Still, still strong, strong creature. But yeah, it could definitely like if you. If you hung on with five HP, mm -hmm. you know, through this fight, it can definitely come in and, and yeah. mow somebody down real quick. I do think it comes back like days later, though. Oh, it does, right? Yeah, two D four days. The parasite causes Lich to reappear within one D four miles. Mm -hmm. Oh, this it only turns into the Otiag if you kill it inside of a magic circle. Yeah, but if you don't do that, it just comes back. It like just normal. comes back normal. So it's like yeah. the only way to take it down because then you can kill the Otiag and then kill it permanently. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Well, that's it for the stat block. What do you think of the monster, man? This is sick. Yeah. This is really cool. Both monsters were great today. Excited to see more stuff like this as D&D &D 5e continues. Yeah, and you really don't need the lore on this stuff. Um, I think a lot of... I've found that a lot of people are writing their own lore anyway, and I think that's great. For newer players, it seems cool to have a little bit, like just enough for what it gave us. So yeah. you have a stepping stone to make either make your own thing or just like lean into what was written yeah, yeah use the existing lore for other liches this is just an eldritch eldritch lich <laughs> named Ri richard the eldritch lich <laughs> they call him they call <laughs> they call him big dick eldritch oh no i hate it <laughs> you know, all right because he called rich people richard uh -huh. call him dick yeah yeah and he's tall how tall is this thing? This thing looks big. Yeah. I mean, let's see. Uh, no, never mind. It's me. I mean, it's medium. Long rest. That, okay. Long rest. All right. I was going to try and make a Rickroll joke, and it just nothing came to me. <laughs>
shout out to Team Oh yeah. Hey everybody, welcome to the long rest. This is the part of the show where we tell you about the Drakenstar.com Kickstarter. It's it's a fucking thing. You should be a part of it. Yes, it's going to be a source book for a science fantasy setting, the one that Superquest Saga was set in. And it's going to include uh, over 10 new subclasses, uh, an entirely new class called the Machinist. It's going to include uh, over 100 alien monsters. It's going to include countless worlds uh, of you know various technological advancement. It's going to have like entirely new armor and weapon systems. It's going to have... Um, new skills that don't exist in normal 5e. It's going to have uh, spaceship combat. It's going to have a lot of stuff. Um, so if you're interested in any of that, go check out dragonstar.com and back the project. That would be chill as fuck. Um, <laughs> yeah. We're really close to having Very it fun, but we want to meet some stretch goals. So the stretch goals make some cool stuff happen. I would highly recommend you guys mm-hmm. to go check that out. Dragonstar.com is where you can you can go to kickstart that. Um, all right. Patreon.com slash DungeonCast is where you can go to support us otherwise. And this time, we've got shout-outs for patrons that have come in to support us. And we're going to start out with Court Spawn. Thank you, Court Spawn. Thank you. Woo! Woo! Ben! Thank you, Ben. Ben! An annual supporter. Annual Thank you, Ben. supporter, Ben. Thank you, Ben. Samuel Patrick Flanagan. Thank you, Samuel. Uh... Annual supporter. Thank you. We have another annual supporter. Michael Cardassis. Thank you, Michael. Or Cardassis. Luke Suton. They're upgrading to annual. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Luke. And then we've got Kelly Lanier. Lanier. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Kelly. And then we've got Bridge Watch. Thank you, Bridge Watch. Watch out, everybody. It's a bridge. Or is it like, we're looking for bridges? <laughs> That's I Bridge think, Watch. I think it's people on a bridge guarding and watching. They're they, watching. They are the Bridge Watch. They're the Bridge Watch. Yeah. Bridge Watch. Thank you, Bridge Watch. Thank you, Bridge Watch. Yeah, there we go. Thank you guys. Thank you we guys really so much. It. I hope you guys are enjoying the new uh, weekly newsletters and information that I'm sharing. Uh, it's been fun writing them, and people seem to like them. So thank you guys. Yep. Um, get on there to vote about stuff too. Oh yeah, that's yeah, Ep- episode topics and things like that are are up for up for debate mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm. Patreon. You can see character sheets yeah. from the characters we created in our spooky month, and you can also see um, early episodes of this show ad free, actual play content, things mm-hmm. of that nature. Maybe. Check out the tier Omega. It's a brand new tier that you can get into to check out Super Quest Omega as we record it in its raw form. Uh, it'll eventually drop on the feed. Right now, it's FBATS. So, yeah. Let's call it a game. Let's call it a game. Bye. I'll talk to you guys later. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. 
Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.